Welcome to New Piney Grove Baptist Church, where one of our core values is Christian education. Let's tune in to this week's message. It has to do with something that my wife said I don't do very well, and that's dancing. When I was a little boy growing up in Atlanta, dancing was viewed by many grown-up Christians even as a sin. In their minds, dancing was worldly and had no part in worship. And even today, the thought of dancing as a part of worship is often resisted in the church. But the biblical account that we have just saw in response reading clearly shows that dancing can be expression of the joy of worship. What a wonderful name it is. I want you to hear me this morning, especially you young people. It's not the moves of the dance that makes it unholy. It's the way we move. I mean, I've seen some things that go on and some dances, liturgical dance, I think that's the term, that was no different than the one that was in the club. Likewise, it's not how you move that makes the dance holy. It's who you're dancing to. One of my favorite songs, uh, Robert, has to do with Jesus' name. Kurt Franklin uh, joins with another guy, and before he sang this song, there's something about the name Jesus. At the intro, he says this, young people, it's all right to dance for Jesus, but you can't forget where you came from. That was the whole purpose behind the bridge and the gap. We don't want to forget where we came from. Likewise, it's been said that when you become a Christian, you don't stop dancing. You just change dancing partners. The story of David dance is one of the favorite ones among young people young Christian, it allows them to justify expressing themselves in a youthful manner. But when we look at the why, and we look at the how David danced, we'll discover that it's more than just a physical act. So let's just kind of think about those two things. Why did David dance? Well, David grew up as a little shepherd boy, not even worthy of an interview for the next king when God told Samuel to go to the house of Jesse. But that little shepherd boy became king. He became king by killing a giant because that giant defiled the name of the Lord. But David's giant-killing training came in the fields of the shepherd. I want you young people to think with me on this. And here's the message I want to convey to you. Before you can dance, you need to kill the giants. 
And before you can kill the giant, you need to learn how to deal with the lions and the bears. I hope some of y'all know them stories. Now, how did David dance? The Bible says he danced with all his might. That is all his power, everything within him, body, soul, and spirit. When you worship with all your might like David did, watch out. Watch out. Because there are going to be problems, number one. There will be problems when you make up your mind to dance with all your might for the Lord. There will also be setbacks. Nicole talked about some setbacks in her life. It's because she had made up her mind to serve God. There will also be confusion. You don't really understand what's going on when you make up your mind to dance with all your might. And lastly, and perhaps the most critical as we find in this text, there will be people even close to you that's going to criticize you for dancing with all your might. I want us to examine this text to see what led up to David's dance. But first, let me tell you a little bit about the ark. The ark of the Lord symbolized his presence and was the center of Israel worship. So when it was captured by the Philistines some years earlier, worship among God's people ceased. And through the process of time and in prayer, David was going to put the ark in its proper place. But putting the ark in its proper place did not come without trouble or hardship. But like with Nicole, that letter finally came. So when that moment finally arrived where David was at the, at the point of bringing the ark back to the place that was prepared for it, he celebrated. But Cain, he did not celebrate like you would think. He celebrated in an unusual manner. Once you think about this man, David, David was a musician. He was a songwriter and he was a singer. Yet he did not choose to use any of these attributes or avenues to express his joy of worship. What am I saying to you, Patrick? He could have played and honor God. He could have wrote a song to honor God. He wrote many of them. He killed a song to honor God, but he chose none of those things. Look with me at three expressions of worship that David did. The first one is David's sacrifice. David's sacrifice. If you have your Bibles, read along with me. I'm reading from the New English Standard Version. Of Second Samuel, chapter six, verses twelve through thirteen, and it was told King David, "The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom, and that all belongs to him, 
because of the ark of God. So David went and brought the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. And when those who bore the ark of the Lord had gone six steps, he offered oxen and flat fatlings, animals. He offered a sacrifice, in other words. And if you read the account, and I invite you to do that, it was a tremendous amount of animals slain as his sacrifice. But David proceeded with caution. Because one individual had already died because he did not reverence the ark. He touched the ark and God killed him. I want you to notice this. It says six steps. The number seven means a completed act or completion implying perfection. The rule was that every seven steps you would offer offering and play instruments. But David proceeded with caution. He waited to the sixth step. Before he got to the seventh step, he did the offering then. Proceeding with offering, with, off, with his offering with caution. And he did it in a glorious way. Next thing. David attire. Verse 14. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was wearing a linen ephod. The response of reading this read said he was wearing a priestly garment. I want y'all to get this. The linen ephod was a priestly robe. It was what he wore every day when he offered daily sacrifice for the people. And in offering sacrifice, there were blood on the robes often. It was bland compared to the kingly robe. Now, I want you to think about this and you understand Michael's position. Here he is with that robe of blue and gold, perhaps even with the crown on his head and all the white that went all the way down to his feet. But David took off this kingly robe and exchanged it for a priestly garment. It was a sign of humility, but he did it in public. And in doing so, I want you to think about somebody undressing. In doing so, he took off his king robe, put on a priest robe. He had to expose his undergarments as he did so. The third thing, David's dance, verse 15. So David... And all the house of Israel brought the ark with shouting, with the sounds of the horn. And the ark of the Lord came into the city of David. Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked out the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. Hebrew word for dancing is a unique one. First of all, I want to point out it's a verb. That means action. Can't dance in your mind. It's related to an Aramaic word that means to whirl about. I want y'all to kind of get these now. To whirl about. The verb also means to roll. It has a sense to leap, 
or to show one's agility. In other words, be flexible or be limber, which I am neither. However, the word also can mean to move to and fro, to move backwards and forward. Or like I like to say, a holy sway or rock. Dancing is worship in motion. But it does not have to be the motion one observing most Pentecostal environment. Y'all see but get the dance on like Ann does. It involves mostly the feet. You know, some of these people can got these feet going, boy, they can really get it going on. Because the Jewish men, when they dance, they dance a lot with their hands and their arms. And I thought about this, Brother Jeff, and Kay's song came to my mind. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, I will dance as David danced. Y'all, y'all, y'all something remember that? Well, I want you to notice something in this text. Nothing. Not one thing is mentioned about the Spirit of the Lord coming upon David's heart. David willed himself. Oh, let me put it a different way that my little girl put it. He put his finger on the override button. And he began to dance. Enough had been said today from Petrina and from Nicole. So I'm going to end with this. I want you to think about the definition of this Hebrew word dance. I may not be able to whirl about. I might fall and can't get up. I might not be able to roll around. My knees won't let me do that. I might not be able to leap. My age limits me there. And I may not be able to gain any flexibility that I've never had. But one thing I can do, I can rock. And I will rock with all my might. When I think about where God has brought me from, I ain't got no problem rocking. When I think about how he's healed me from cancer three times, I ain't got no problem to rock with all my might. And what I'm going through right now at the house, I'm still going to rock for Jesus. And the question is, this is a Holy Ghost partner. Can I get anybody to rock along with me and give God's glory because his name is above everything. I don't know what I'll be doing 10 years from now. But I believe that I'll be somewhere rocking for Jesus. You want to rock with me? You want to go to the party with me? 
See, one thing about heaven, there ain't going to have no crash, party crashes. If you want to rock with me, then you're going to have to know that the Lord is your Savior. Do something a little different today. Evangelism team, everybody got on the jersey. Come on. And even those that don't have on one, if you're part of the evangelism team, come on. I was going to do this first Sunday to give the minister a break because they got other duties. But these people are trained in leading people to the Lord. So I want you to be praying as Patrick plays and Kay sings. If you want to go to the ultimate party, that party that's going to last longer than all night, because the place we're going ain't going to have no night, then you need to accept Jesus' invitation to come to this Holy Ghost party. Be praying as they sing, and then we'll have our prayer together. Thanks for listening. We pray that you have been blessed by the message. Visit us on the web at npgbc.org for contact information, service times, or directions to our place of worship.